0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Will from Mr. H. Cars, the YouTube channel. And I'm Charlie Harvey. If you didn't know already, I have a main YouTube channel called Mr. H. Cars. You can hit the, subs- uh, the description down below, subscribe it, like it, do whatever you want to do. This one is my podcast channel with my co-host Charlie. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, again, we can be on YouTube and you can watch it there. And if you are it on YouTube, you can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's a long introduction. Yes. Title of today's video, is there a problem with car allocations? Yeah, do we think there's anything wrong with the process of getting yeah. special cars? Just a little bit of background. we both got GT4s. I yep. bought mine used Yeah. I paid a two grand premium. Um, even though it had 2,500 miles on it, so was it, it, it was used. Was it
1: 18 months old or something like that? It was about
0: 18 months old. It was hardly used. Yeah. Um, two and a half thousand miles. But I, I paid a two grand premium over it. So whoever sold it to me basically you know, didn't lose any money. But you got your car brand new. Oh, I got mine new, yeah. At so I, I was on
1: I was on the dealer list. He's in the got, system. <laughs> and got my car <laughs> at cost, yeah. At the point I bought mine, that's roughly a 20 grand saving on the used market. Well, your, so your car's PDK as well. Yes, so. at the time I bought it,
0: that was like the one to have, wasn't it? They were gold dust, you couldn't get them. PDK cars have a 20 grand premium on the used market. At that point. It's still pretty much the same actually. Oh, is it? Okay. I haven't um, been There attention. have been a few PD car ca- uh, PDK cars appearing for around about 95 grand, pretty low spec stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you do want one, it is possible. But then the manual cars are starting to creep into the 75s, 70s. high 70s. So okay. it's around about the same. So but yeah, so we've got different, not different experiences, both, different opinions. Yes. We've got different experiences on how, to buy the same car. So I, get, I think my question goes to you. Do you think there is an issue with it because you're, you're I'm in, in the, the system. system?
1: No, not, not, I don't because it worked for me. Um, I have, my dad's had a long history of Porsche I'd bought one before I got this GT4. So we'd got a really strong relationship at the dealership. You were also willing to buy a 4-litre GTS as well. Oh, yeah. So I went in to go and buy a 4-litre GTS and then they gave me... I I cheekily asked for a Spider. They said, no, GTS GT4. But we covered that in the first um, podcast we did. So, um, no, I don't think it's broken because actually we've got 15 years of history that has been... Built up with that dealerships, and then I've been given access to this car the gt c four which is not the hardest of the G t cars to get it's prob well it is the easiest of the G t cars to get um, and we are on the list for um another one, which is harder to get, and um you know we're playing the game on that one just waiting for that call um, but I don't think so in that case because yes, that has taken some time and um, we have been rewarded at the end. Don't get me wrong, the initial um, reason that my dad kind of went into it was not ever to get a GT3, he's not really that.
0: He's always just, always just
1: he's been a Porsche just been a, Yeah, he just yeah. loves Porsches, and he's always kind of been after GTS S models. That's the kind of, because he's, he's using it as a road car on the day, he's an old bloke, he doesn't want to, um, he's not into the Tricking race car man, vibes yeah. like we, we want. Um, don't He does like that, but it's not the same. Um, it's a really contentious topic on the internet, isn't it? You know, some people get really, really frustrated. The forums about it. are flooded with it. Yeah, and some of it, I definitely agree with. You know, when new cars come out, so let's say the 992 GT3, when that car was launched, everybody and, and every man in the dog wants to go and get one. You can't get one, and then you find cars six months later for sale for huge premiums. That's really frustrating particularly if you're a credible customer for that car anyway. If, you're, if you've are if you never bought a Porsche, you walk in and you say, hi, oh, yeah, I'd like to have your most special car, please. They're going to go, like, I I don't think you should ever be given that car because, like, you've not done anything. You clearly just want that car. If you want the lottery and walked in and said, I'll have that, well, tough. Like, you know, buy a used one, you've got enough money.
0: Um, you want the special cars to go to the enthusiasts.
1: Yeah, and the customers that have... You know, this applies to Ferrari as well, because yeah, they do the well, same, Well, right. yeah, Ferrari, so Ferrari, yeah. Because part of the problem with the Porsche and why it gets so heated up is because um, people think there's dodgy dealings going on, and I think there was a patch where it was definitely brown envelopes with wads of cash, it was watches, it was jobs, it was all sorts of stuff that was handed off to the dealer principals um, and, and sales managers and all sorts of stuff around the country that have access to... Uh, well, have the decision-making process to give the the special cars out. Um, Ferrari had that problem and nipped it in the bud because they just went, OK, well, we'll take all special cars in-house, i.e. you don't have... You know, Ferrari Egham doesn't decide that you can have a Pista. Ferrari Marinello in or Italy decide. decides whether you, as a customer, can have a Pista and then you just tell Ferrari... Maranello where you'd like it delivered and then Maranello or whoever just kind of control it Porsche are still in this dealer control so the dealer will get an allocation for four cars a year say but they don't know you know they don't get told them in advance but they'll get an allocation and then they've got a list of customers um, that have registered their interest for that car and then the dealer will go down the list now there's hierarchies on the list Obviously, so at Solihull, there's a chap who bought a Carrera GT. Well, wow. He is top of the list. Fair enough. So he gets, you know, he's had a 4RS. He's got a GT3 and a GT3 Touring. He's got a turbo GT, and he's got, you know, other things. But he, he's, he's he does also bought, He does keep them, though. He's also bought baseline oh, urban, probably. Yeah, yeah, he's had other cars. 911 S, McCann. Yeah, he's done the graft. He's put lots of money through the dealership. So when... When they come and they get one car and they go, who's going to have it? Well, guess who gets to have it? Like it's it's like the loyalty program. Yeah, it's a loyalty program, and that's fine. Um, There's definitely always going to be exceptions to that rules. People that get cars that you're like, how the hell did that happen, or uh, whatever. But on the whole, I don't I don't think it's broken. But I don't I don't agree with when the cars get flipped, and when they get flipped to an outside dealership, i.e. You buy your car from Porsche Reading, you sell it off to, I don't know, Redline Specialist Cars, or so, and any other whatever who gets the first cars, right? That's bad, I think that's bad because that customer has been given that car in one way or another, whether that's because they've had a huge relationship or they've somehow know someone or whatever, you know, one of those dodgy dealings has gone through. They've made 50 grand straight away. I would have bought that car, used it, loved it, um, kept it for a while, and then kind of gone back. That bit I don't like. I also find it frustrating when the cars go back to Porsche dealerships.
0: Yeah, the car is what two months
1: old. Two months, three months then old goes ten back, miles. Yeah,
0: goes back to the dealership and gets sold for huge premiums. So that that dealership sold that car once yeah. to the first owner. Yeah. And then they're getting the car back and selling it again. At a premium, and they so they sell the same car twice. They get to sell the same car twice, yeah, and make a load of money out of it. And and I'm sure,
1: I'm sure that's how they get around the the can't give you know get in trouble for money is that, you know, I would buy a GT3. I, let's say I want a 3RS, right? I go and say I want a 3RS. They say you can't have one of those or whatever. And you go, okay, well I'll buy a 911 uh, S. I'll buy a Macan uh, GTS. I'll buy a Taycan, whatever and I'll buy a GT3, and I'll sell all of them back to you. I'll sell the GT3 back to you at list price, and I'll sell the other three for market value back to you. The dealer gets that GT3 back at list price and immediately makes 30 grand, right? So there's the cash in their hand, I guess. That must... I I made that up as a... Maybe that happens, because some of the cars go back with, like, no miles on them. And I get, if it's part of your collection... If it's part of a collection and it goes back at three years old, and it's done 2,000 miles, you can be mildly annoyed that it's not been driven, but it's not your car. It could have been part of a 12 car collection. It's been- I don't really use this car much. Yeah, I've used it for special occasions, but I've kept it for three years, and then I've got rid of it. Fine, you're all good, sir, that's no problem. It's the ones that, yeah, that go back three weeks, six months, six months touch and go, I guess, because you know, if you, if you are really a true collector, you wouldn't. But if you're just really into
0: your cars, yeah, you might flip it every six months because you fancy something different. Um, I, I think the reason why it's such an issue, it's always brought up with Porsche. It's Porsche's problem. It feels like. And I, I think because they make other low-end models that you... So take Ferrari. If you want a Pista, yeah. you've got to buy a 488 first. I've got to drive around a Ferrari 488 for a little while before I can get a piece of it. cool. I'm driving. You still a driving in a Ferrari. Ferrari
1: 488,
0: yeah? With Porsche, you've got to. You might have drive to buy around the cams or something that you completely don't even want. Yeah. Just to get access to the special. To the ones you do want.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is it because it's more accessible as well? I think that, that might play play into it. You know, if you look at a if you look at a GT3. That is an unbelievable car and it's sort of... For the money. And it's sort of 150 grand, I think. You know, give or t- put a few options on it, whatever, you end up at about 150k. That's a huge value-for-money car and it shows that people value that car a lot higher than that because actually the used market for those cars is more like 200k or 180 to 220, you know, depending on spec. So that car at 150 is too cheap. In Ferrari's world... So, well, let's go back. So a lot of people, more people can afford it at 150K. So get annoyed when they can't buy one. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, you know, I'm, whatever. Um, with Ferrari, it doesn't matter if the allocation process is really difficult on their SF90 that's half a million quid. Because <laughs> how many people are actually trying, trying to, to a buy a, a half a million pound car? And if you are trying to buy a half million pound car, you've probably bought a ton of Ferraris and you're probably on the list anyway. So So I think Porsche is like...
0: The entry levels,
1: the entry levels, the barrier to entry is low. Especially, I mean, God, GT4s, which people complain about a lot. You can, you can have a base GT4 for like eighty grand, right? So, and that's yes, it's a huge amount of money for a car and and all that, and I appreciate that, but it's not mental in terms of special limited run things. Because an M3
0: is like M3 M3 is eighty k, yeah. People go and buy those,
1: you know.
0: So it's it's a lot easier to get into. Yeah, I think. and I, I've seen people get GT4s who have never bought a Porsche before in their life and they've managed to get an allocation.
1: Yes. I th- that's a possibly another
0: thing that winds everyone up. Meanwhile, just the inconsistencies. Yeah, and I've, I've tried to take that route and the dealers that I've spoken to at the time a year ago know you can't have one. So, okay, fine, I accept that. I'll go and buy a used car. Yeah. Later down the line, I see that some people get cars that, that have never bought one and have managed to get an allocation. Mm. So the inconsistency of that is... Yeah, true. And it, that's that's because, that could potentially be because it is left to the dealers. If
1: you if you took that into Ferrari's hands and you walked into, oh, I don't know, you well, you wouldn't, would you? But if you phoned up Ferrari and said, hi, can I have a Pista? They'd go, who the hell are you? No, <laughs> no, no, you can't. So you'd never get someone who's not bought a Ferrari buying one. You know, I'm sure I even read about like celebrities have gone in and said, "I want to buy that," and then Ferrari have turned around and go, "I don't really care. No, you can't have one. Like, it <laughs> I like doesn't, that. you know, it it's does, doesn't matter. It's yeah. because you're. A thing. So yeah, you get that level playing field. Whereas, I because I asked for you at my dealership, could could you have one? You know, based off my relationship, you know, it's another car from from you know kind of our link. Can can we have one? And he just said, "Look, I'll, I'll be honest. No, because we don't know the guy. We it's probably the car's not going to come back here for servicing. It's not going to be sold back to us." Um, and you're not going to take finance out from us or, or, you know, that's another thing they take into consideration is how the cars are purchased. And so no, basically, because yeah. they'll have a customer, say it was me, on the flip side, that does live locally to that particular dealership, that will service it with them, that will probably sell it back to them at the end. Uh, and, yeah, I, I finance my car through them. So,
0: cool, thanks very much. Yeah, it's the inconsistency and the, 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 the backhanders. Yeah. Which is the issue. Yeah. And could Porsche maybe. It is a business model of them because you look at the other brands, Lamborghini, McLaren, you know, BMWs, although the CSLs and the. Yeah, there are problems there with BMW, are, I think. But the well, argument not problems, could be why yeah. not make more of those cars so everyone can have them? Mm. Now, for people who don't understand, if it's supply and demand, if the dealer, if the, the manufacturer produces less cars, more people want them, or it creates an image, an idea that more people want them, which then makes more people want them. Yeah. And then when they appear on the used market, they sell for more or they don't lose much money, which then makes people want them even more yeah. because they realize they don't lose any money on them. Yeah. So it's a continued cycle then. That's been since probably
1: the Gen 1, 9, 9, 9 11. So the Gen 1, 9, 9, 1. GT3 that's the car that that's I can started. remember that came out and went for stupid money overs and is still you know I mean I think I think those cars were under 100k new and they're still and they're still about 100k and it's like 7 or 8 years old right so if you look at a GT3 of that age and go well gosh if I buy a GT3 now um of, a, of the gen, money. I'm not going to lose yeah. any money
0: over seven years, this is Which like... Which makes more people want it, so yeah. it creates a cycle. It's yeah. so the same with the Rolex world, Rolex do the same thing if you're into your watches. Yeah, so always produce one less than is demanded by the market. Exactly. Now, there are other manufacturers that don't do that. If you go into McLaren and you say, I want to... I don't know, I, I, I'm not sure if it's a 765LT, if maybe it's the same thing, but I'm sure if you wanted to buy most McLarens, you could probably get given one quite easily a friend of mine bought a 600LT having
1: bought one McLaren so right. he had a 570S and a 600LT is like 600LT a GT3. Is like a GT3 and he just went in and said I'll have that please. and they said okay no problem sir.
0: <clears throat> so and, it's definitely yeah, easier
1: yeah but on the flip side that McLaren's not worth twice so, as it, much. so it's it's is the manufacturer it, right? taking
0: the p a little bit by not producing all the cars that people want so they can go out there and they can enjoy it. I mean, they have every right to think about their business model and create a demand for their products so that they make money.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think there's... I don't, you know, I don't think there's personally much wrong with rejecting someone from having a GT3 or a GT4 or a whatever if you've got no history
0: at that dealership. And you've got no history in the manufacturer if they produced more do you think those chances those people that just walk into the dealership and say i want that car do you think that would happen less oh because the values of the cars were less more? yeah if they loo- if these gt3s now lose money they because they depreciate so the as normal
1: yeah uh yeah probably because
0: you you see um you then get true passionate porsche owners yeah Buying those buying cars because they're not doing it for the money; they're doing it because they enjoy. Yeah, cars. yeah, yeah.
1: You might free up some allocations because you see that on the Amira that everybody and their yeah. dog ran to go and get an um, allocation. An allocation. I mean, they're not limited, right? So it was just get an early car, and then as the press reviews came out and people discovered it wasn't going to be as good as they thought it would be, which is you know it's still I haven't driven one. I, I don't know. Um, a lot of market, or, a lot of orders got cancelled because they probably realised they couldn't. Flip the car um, for some money to start with, which is you know
0: basically what the. Well, they're selling for like a grand, two grand more than what they were list
1: Yeah, but that's not including dealer margin, is it? So so that car's
0: sold. That's just because of scarcity, really, because none on the market. So
1: if you if you did the same thing and made everybody be able to buy GT3, would you end up with residuals lower, which means that people don't come in? Yeah, probably. Is that the right thing to do though? No, I no not as a not as a buyer. (laughs) Of one, no, because if you suddenly, if Porsche, let's say tomorrow Porsche just opened the floodgates on the GT4, I'm going to be really fucked. I'm going to really, um, right, we beat it out. Okay, yeah, I'm <laughs> going to really, <laughs> I'm going to be really, really irritated because I, I haven't bought my car because of its residuals, but I bought that car over a GTS because I knew that although it cost more, I could do the same amount of miles and it would be, still be worth a decent amount of cash. So it was like a safe jump in. And I and I'll get to use it and I do and I did daily it. I've done loads of miles in it, so I haven't like you know, put it away and tried to retain its value, but it, it that would deter me from buying another one or I'd be irritated a Porsche I would've gone and buy a GT three if I knew the same thing was gonna happen. No. Maybe not. Yeah. Because why spend all Because on on the road, a lot of these special cars aren't actually as good as the ordinary run-of-the-mill cars in your gts right, video
0: because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking you would, surely you would still want to buy a gt3 even if the floodgates were open because that's an amazing car yeah
1: it's still an amazing car but a gts is still an amazing car right it's better on the road than a gt3 would be and, and i spend most cheaper. of my time on the road and it's going to save me 20 grand so so a lot of justification of buying a gt car actually sometimes the finance, of are, finance the finance packages, the finance packages can be quite appealing, or you. that you know, just your futures can be quite appealing on a special car so that because it hits you into a GT.
0: Yeah, car. Yeah, got yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Which, which would go away, which means that the manufacturer. Well, I tell you, you wouldn't have bought a GTS back when you bought your GT4 because you were convinced it was the GT4 was the only thing that would be good to drive yeah. because you, because the four liter wasn't readily available. So I completely got it. But if you now knew that a gt4 you could have you could buy your used on to pay a premium or you could go and get a gts for less money and it's a better car and they're both going to depreciate at the same rate yeah why would you buy the gt4 for what i mean you've been on track in your so it's different but yeah. for me you know, styling f- and things yeah. aside yeah yeah. yeah 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 you know the cars are not they are special, but also part of the specialty of stuff is that they you don't see Just them everywhere. It's the limitedness yeah. of them as well. When yeah. you see a when you see an M two is a great car, like absolutely unreal car. But there was a period of time where you couldn't go down a road without seeing one. <laughs> so when you're driving down, when I was driving down the road in that in, very early on with that Long Beach blue M two, people were like, "What the hell's that? Oh, look at that!" Or you know whatever. And yeah, it was a leery color, so it attracts attention. Whatever. Now, if you drive down the same road in that, they'd be like, oh, cool, it's an M2. But, yeah. but it's not the same as, oh my God, what's that? So, and that isn't even limited. That was just because we had an early car. If you had a GT4 now, it's not, when I got mine, they were quite rare. They are more common now than they so were. If you go to a car
0: meet, there's probably oh, there's three of them. Three. at every car yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're, they're com- not common, but they're more common than they, than they were. You you are getting to that with the Duty 3 If you open the floodgates, would yeah, would it be as exciting to own one? Because part of the thing is, oh, wow, I'm
0: in a. People want that feel of exclusivity. They want to yeah, feel. Yeah, it's just a natural thing, isn't it? Yeah. You don't
1: want the same. I mean, some people do want the same thing as everyone else. Whatever, but I like to have something that's different to other people. Yeah. I wouldn't have bought on a mirror though. Just
0: so that, <laughs> I don't care how different that is. I'm still not buying one of those. I yeah. was interested, but deep down, I always wanted a GT4. So
1: yeah, that. I get
0: that. Yeah, when you're in the market for um, thing, I understand what you're going. But we're not going to start a mirror bashing on this. Yeah, because I can, go, I can podcast, go in on that, that one. Yeah, yeah I can be another, we can save that for another podcast. Yeah. Okay, there's our question. Yeah, is the mirror crap? <laughs> yes. All right. Let us know your thoughts. Yes. Down what the... do you think about the allocation
1: process? Do you think it's fair? And and how would you fix it? Because there's a lot of commentary around there going oh it's dreadful this is the worst thing ever it's not fair
0: okay because if porsche if porsche opened up their floodgates yeah they they would lose revenue they would lose interest they probably wouldn't be able to produce as much gt cars anymore like things like those yeah it may just become a a Volkswagen or a a ford i don't know yeah just become um, mass production yeah so
1: yeah let us know how you'd
0: fix it if you would fix it And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating, give us a follow.
1: Yeah, leave your answers in the ratings as well because we'll read those and and, uh, we'll pick up in it. Awesome. Good. Right, good. Thank you very much for watching. Cheers.